Today, we're talking about how to make more time or free up more time from eliminating processes that might be slowing you down. So I'm gonna dive into these details. If you are a very busy person, you probably want to listen to this episode. If you feel uh, overwhelmed and you feel like you have no time all the time and you're running around like crazy, you're not alone. Let's get into the show. Welcome everyone to another amazing episode of the Fitness Crew Podcast. And today, it's episode 127. Holy cow, we made it this far. Might as well stop. 127 sounds like a good number. Just kidding. I know we haven't recorded since before Independence Day. July 3rd, to be exact, was the last recording. Yesterday, I did a show. I did a show. I know you didn't see one. I did one, I think. I was sitting here literally talking to myself for 40 minutes, not realizing that the um, app on my phone was not picking up my voice. So that's really frustrating. Um, so we had a solid intro yesterday, but that's all you got. So if I wanted to replay that back, it's probably like 35 seconds of a fire intro, and then the beat drops, and then there's nothing. So hopefully, once I press publish on this podcast, you're going to hear... The beauty and essence of this eloquent voice of mine. Oh, it's so toasty. It sounds so good, right? I had a lot of cold brew this morning. That was cool. Um, That was awesome. I woke up right before 6 a.m. for the first time in a while. Super. And I feel great. And maybe you feel great. Hopefully, you feel great as well. But what if you don't feel great? What if you feel super overwhelmed. Well, number one, you need to follow the fitness crew. You need to follow the fitness crew on Instagram. You need to subscribe on the Apple Music or Apple Podcast and also subscribe on Spotify or just click the heart button in the upper right-hand corner on the app or go to Google Play, Google Podcasts. We're on Pocket Cast. We're on all types of platforms. It's everywhere, man. It is everywhere. The Fitness Crew, CRU Podcast, pretty much everywhere and also The Fitness Crew, CRU. Also, very shortly, we're going to have a fitness crew website, a website just for you, the crew, the listeners, the followers, and the lovers and the haters. So it's fitnesscrew.com, fitnesscru.com. That's an official domain. We have not published the site yet. I'm working on some few uh, tweaks with my team and really excited to launch that. And, you know, I started this brand with the idea a couple years ago and just started shooting off videos and not really having anything in place. I just knew that, all right, I played football my whole life since I was six years old. I played collegiate, professional, arena. Um, I coached football. I personal trained for a while and I, um, you know, coached specifically in the weight room and strength training and conditioning uh, for football a lot. And I was also a position coach, so I was very well versed in football. Um, but also I helped with strength and conditioning of athletes in different sports and people like I work with my uh, musician friends. You know, I work with them because I feel like fitness and, mu- uh, and artists go hand in hand. You need to have good uh, oxygen. You need to have good uh, flow, good lower abdomen strength to develop power for your singing voice or your, your rap tone or whatever you have. So I figured a couple years ago, it was like, how about we start the fitness crew? My last name starts with crew. 
And, you know, I figured it'd be crew, C-R-U, instead of crew, C-R-E-W. So here we are, a couple years later, still doing this, got the podcast rolling, and now we're going to have a website launching. So things are going to be really well. And, you know, I also um, change in location, so I won't be living in New York City any longer. I'll be working in New York City, um, and I'll be living in the New Jersey area. So I'm super pumped, and that means... I may have a studio. That means we may have an actual studio where we can go live for the podcast, like an actual booth, an actual studio, an actual room where we can actually go live. So that's so exciting. That's really, it's actually really exciting. Um, So that's going to be a dream of mine or goal of mine to have. Dreams are far-fetched. Goals are realistic. I'm more of a goal guy. Um, Everyone dreams. And, you know, the goal is to have those dreams become goals, if that makes any sense at all. But today, we're talking about a few topics that I wanted to discuss, and it's a very common thing, because um, a friend of mine, a new friend of mine, just kind of been developing a relationship with this guy, super nice guy, um, and he's busy. He's running a business. He He has a kid. He has investment property. He you know, commutes into the city. Um, and he was talking to me the other day and he's like, Justin, I know how you say, if you don't have the time, make the time, but I literally don't have the time. So I was like, all right, bro, like, tell me about your morning routine. So I just started asking him questions because in my, my approach is literally, um, no matter what anyone tells you, a personal trainer, a personal coach, a health coach, a life coach, a therapist, it's all, it's, it's about, it's a sales strategy, but it's, it's a communication strategy as well. And in order to be good at sales, you need to be an effective communicator. In order to sell your point of view, you need to listen more. So I said, all right, hit, hit me with it, man. What do you got? Like, what's going on in your life? Tell me. Let's see if we can diagnose some processes that may be slowing you down. He's like, all right, well... Here we go. I wake up and I, you know, play with my kids and I commute into the city and I drive into the city and I open the shop and I do this and he's just talking to me about everything and it's it's hectic. It's hectic, guys. Like it's crazy. It's worse than my schedule, hands down. It's tough. But he said one thing. He said first thing in the morning, you know, I go to Starbucks, I get my coffee with half and half and one sugar. And then he goes on his way. So I let him talk. I let him talk. And when he was done, I was like, I was like, all right, cool. I found a way for you to save some time. He goes, what do you mean? No Starbucks. I was okay. I was like, yeah, just skip Starbucks altogether. Either A, make your own coffee at nighttime. You can do um, cold brew in a French press or B, don't drink coffee. Just skip Starbucks and go straight in. And that may free up a few things for you. If you don't have time to go to the gym, yeah, you may not have time to go to the gym for an hour and crush it with the barbell and do all that. But on the days that are very hectic or your work days, now you free up five to 10 minutes because you're not going to Starbucks, you're not waiting in line to order your half and half and sugar coffee, whatever. You're now freeing up time. You're now literally making time and you're saving money and you're saving health because you're eliminating a sugar first thing in the morning. Those sugar packets, one of them obviously aren't going to hurt you. One thing, a half and half, obviously is not going to hurt you. But doing that every single day, six days a week for 70 years or 
25 years even, that's going to add up. It's the accumulation factor or the habit, and it's the bad habit. And if you're constantly feeding, if you, constant, if you constantly need sweetness, if you constantly need an artificial sweetener or a regular sugar, your body's going to crave sweet all the time. And whenever anything's there, whether it's artificial or real, you will reach for it. You're going to do it. And the thing about sweetness is your body really, most bodies, most people, everyone's different, but for the most part, you bloat. And it's typically around your stomach area and you develop a belly. And that's from, you know, beer. Beer is made with a lot of sugar and beer um, beer is very common. I love beer. I'm not going to hate on beer. It's cool to have a beer, but when you catch yourself having three or four a night every single day, then you may have an issue. But my point was I found a, a multi, multi-pronged approach for this guy to free up a few minutes, to, which I'm going to get into in a, sec- a second, what I recommended, to move your body, to play with your kid a little bit more in the morning, to have some more time, or, you know, help your boy or, girl, boy or girl get ready for school or whatever. Just get ready for their day and just spend some quality time with them in the morning. And, you know, maybe a few extra minutes to get to work. You know, this guy's running a business. A few extra minutes to send emails. You know, he's sending emails, running a business as well. So we identified a few processes just from fucking Starbucks. Seriously, just from fucking Starbucks. Excuse my language, not really. I can say whatever the fuck I want. This is my show. My point is you have to identify your process and you have to reverse engineer. It's not about what you can add. It's about what you can eliminate. It's about the subtraction more than the addition. In fact, you must subtract to add value to your life, if that makes any sense. You have to find, you have to pick your battles. You have to choose your battles. People say don't work hard, work smart. I say work hard and work smart. And people who are very successful may seem as if they are lazy or entitled or don't want to work. But that's just because they're choosing their battles. You only have so much energy and you only have so much source of energy that you can gain from other humans or other sources. Um, Like you can only drink so much cold brew. I'm telling you this right now. You know, I've been there where I crashed. It's bad, right? Cold brew. It's great. But you're not, that's a lot of fake energy as well. The real energy is coming from human to human or me doing this podcast, speaking into this microphone and then hearing you say, whoa, what a great show. Hearing you text me or DM me and being like, wow, man, you rock. That's energy. That's real. So that's exactly what we're doing here. We're trying to develop that, but you have a limited source of that. So you have to choose your battles. So there's a battle right there. Starbucks, fuck it. I'm going to choose my battle of, I'd rather have five or 10 minutes to do what I need to do in the morning. What was this guy doing that he, um, he's neglecting. He's neglecting the movement of his body. Let me take a sip of water real quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Gotta stay hydrated. He's neglecting the movement of his body, and many people neglect the movement of your body or movement of their body. It's common. It's common. Many people just aren't educated to understand that if they don't move their body, it could potentially cause health and, you know, um, uh, skeletal uh, risk factors, okay? Broken bones and broken hips and bad backs and bad hips and knees and ankles and feet and wrists and elbows and necks, you know, all that great stuff. Bad spines. And then when you get to turn 60 and you have to have a cane, you complain, 
because life isn't fair. No, life is relatively fair. You just have to, you just neglected your body for 50 years. You're cool as a kid. From the moment you were born, the moment you were 10, 15 years old or working age, you're rolling around, jumping around, climbing around, going barefoot and jumping into water and jumping over things and hurting yourself and twisting ankles and doing all that crazy kid stuff. We can't lose part of that. We can't lose all of that. We need to maintain a portion of kid, a portion of move your body, a portion of move yourself, move around, do some stuff, do some stuff. So I said, hey, you free up five, 10 minutes now, Starbucks in the line, and now you can hang out with your daughter for a few minutes and you can, um, y- you can do yoga with her. Kids love yoga. Kids love yoga. They love moving their body. So you have to unleash your inner kid and do it with your kid. You do some yoga with the kid. You do some simple stretches. And if you're sitting there like, I don't know any yoga stretches. Well, there's Google. There's Google, guys. You just go online. You just do the research. You can do a five-minute mobility routine on Google. I guarantee that you're going to get search results. Actually, I'm just doing it right now. If you type in two-minute mobility routine right now on Google, you're going to see different searches and different YouTube videos for morning mobility routine. Look that up. Do that. Do whatever they're doing. All right? Great artists. What is it? Um, Good artists copy. Great artists steal. Steal those videos. Take that. You know, learn and develop your craft. Once you steal that, you then have to transfer it to yourself. Once you steal that mobility drill, then you start getting creative yourself. You start doing your own method. All right? So I influence you to use Google Google and steal shit. Steal shit from Google. Learn. Copy it. You know, become a mobility expert. And then you're not going to have as much problems. You're going to preserve your life. And the cool part about this is I never mention anything about dumbbells or barbells or bands or anything, any type of equipment. All you need is your body. And all you need is a few square feet of space with an overhead reach where your hands don't touch the ceiling. That's all. You're going to want to do some overhead squats. And you can look this up on Google, overhead squat. You don't need a weight. You put your hands overhead, elbows to ears, and you squat down while maintaining hands overhead, elbows to ears. That's going to be really tough for you, especially if you haven't done that for a long time. Your upper back is going to be lit. Your upper back is going to be lit up. I do that pretty much every morning. I do have a band. If you do have a band, you can get these Draper bands. You can get them on Amazon. They're called Draper bands. They're like $4. And you can hold one overhead with resistance in between your hands. I have some old YouTube videos with some um, Draper band overhead overhead, um, resist, overhead resistance band squats. Super simple. It just helps maintain the tension between your hands and your arms and helps you stay stable throughout the upper back. But my point is, we're not crushing at the gym, but we're giving your body what it needs and what it craves. Your body craves movement, and it really doesn't care about anything else. Truly. Had the burp. My point is, you can convince your brain that you don't need to move today. Eh, I don't need to move today. Ah, I don't need to squat today. I don't need to lunge today. I don't need to do that today. Your brain can sell you the whole time. Your body doesn't give a shit. Your body doesn't care what the brain feels or anything like that. It just knows whether it's moving or whether it's not. I posted this on Instagram today, a picture of me doing a deep squat. 
I do deep squats every single day. Never a day in my life for the last couple of years that I've missed a day without doing a deep squat. Never, I promise you, hands down. So I'm doing a deep squat on a moving train. Picture on Instagram, it's kind of funny. And this was real. This was on July 4th weekend. I was going to see my in-laws. We were going up, you know, me and my wife, and we were going up on the train. And I just, I didn't say anything. I just went over into the corner and I just did a squat. And I just sat there in a malasana squat in prayer position. And my uh, wife snapped a picture of me. And you see it on Instagram. I'm kind of smirking because she caught me. And it was funny because I, it's funny, but it's not. It's funny because you see like me just randomly squatting in the middle of a train. Like who does that? People who really care about the long-term goal do that. I just wanted to get out of a seated position. I was in a seated position for over an hour. I'm like, this sucks. I hate sitting, you know? Like, sitting's cool. Don't get me wrong. I like sitting. I'm sitting right now. But if I'm sitting for over, like, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, I get really agitated and really frustrated. If I'm in an airplane, I need to stand up. I need to do mobile stuff. If you see me on an airplane, bro, for longer than six hours, I'm that guy in the middle of the aisle, like, doing a lunge or doing, like, you know, pulling my leg back, doing like a runner stretch or pulling my knees up. That's me all day. I put my hands overhead, all this stuff. I'll go to the bathroom and do some hands overhead or go to the back, you know, and um, if it's a small plane, it kind of sucks, but sometimes you got to suck it up for a couple hours. It limits your mobility. So my whole point is I'm just creating time whenever I can just to do a deep squat. And that's what I influence you to do, to give your body what it craves. Your body needs hip mobility and lower back mobility and knee mobility and ankle flexibility and calf flexibility. If you're not doing deep squats, that will cover all of those things. Even if you start with one minute a day, it's better than zero. Go from zero to one, okay? I said this on my post, go from zero to one. All we're doing is going from zero to one, okay? And what I mean by that, zero, literally, doing absolutely jack shit, sitting on your ass, not being aware of how your body has been limited with its mobility over the last course of the day or weeks or months or years even. Many people, it's been years since you moved your body or done a deep squat. That's scary to think in my life. If you haven't done a deep squat with your feet flat on the floor, your elbows tucked in between your thighs and your hands pressing together and your elbows pressing between your thighs and your thighs pressing against your elbows, keeping upper thoracic extension, that's scary if you don't do that every single day to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm strange, but I don't think so because the squat is the most natural form of human movement and your body craves it. In fact, your body, I love saying this, your body doesn't care. Your body doesn't give a shit. It just doesn't know. And I've been saying this since day one. If you go back to my Facebook videos, my old school Facebook videos, I'm talking two years ago, two summers ago, I used to do Facebook lives. It was like crew TV. I had like 60 episodes on there. And I would be live in front of the camera. And I'd be like, you know, I remember one day I was like, your body doesn't care. You're, you know, I was very like, very into it, like, you know, kind of like I am right now. I'm still passionate about the same subject, and it's coming around full circle, but I'm glad that I do the podcast. I'm glad that I do content because it keeps me accountable, but really, I'm selfish for the right reasons. I want to play golf until the day I die. I want to be there for my kids when I'm 60 without having to have knee surgery, you know, I got bad knees from football, I had some knee injuries, and I had some years when I went with lack of mobility, when I didn't do my deep squats, I didn't do my yoga every single day, or even for a minute. 
that's scary. And, you know, I'm working on reversing all that constantly. It's a constant game. It's a constant process. So imagine if you go the next 10 years of your life with neglecting your body's movement. When you're 30 or 40, you wake up and you're like, shit, I'm all banged up. My knees are bad. My hips are bad. My back is bad. Why is that? Well, have you been putting in the work? Have you been educating yourself? Google two-minute mobility drill, five-minute mobility drill. If you're not a big weightlifter, I don't give a damn. You don't need to lift weights. Are, is lifting weights going to help? Absolutely. You know why? You're forcing your body to adapt. You're forcing your body to adapt. Your body only knows what it goes through with regards to movement and force or progressive overload on the body. So if you put weight on there, it's going to be forced to adapt in order to keep up with the environment that you place it in, meaning barbell on your back, that's a different environment. Your body next time is going to be like, well, I better get stronger for this. I need to build muscle for this. Your body does not want to change. It wants to stay the same. You have to force it to move in order to signal to your brain that you're signaling to your body that you it's time to make change. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. And I hope you and uh, I hope you ingest that while I ingest this H2O. One second. It really, it's simple. It's common sense. You need to focus on the value. Focus on what's important. Focus on the details that really matter. And that's how you make more time. All right, another way you can make more time is, say, that's 5-10 minutes. Yeah, skip the Starbucks line. But another way is wake up an hour earlier. Go to the gym, you know. That doesn't mean you need to be one of these guys who sleep four hours and brag about it. Just because someone sleeps four hours and can sustain a lifestyle like that doesn't mean you can. I know I can't. I need at least seven hours of sleep, preferably nine if I can get it. So that's me personally, and you got to do what's best for you, not what's best for someone else. Also, comparing your workout schedule with a professional athlete who trains six times a week for two hours a day is completely unrealistic because more than likely you're not a professional athlete more than likely you're a professional business man or business woman and you are a young professional or a middle-aged professional and you know let's looking at the demographics of my podcast here i can tell and more than likely you got a car or two cars you got a mortgage note or you pay rent or you have a kid or three, or you have a credit card, or 17 of them, and you have a shitload of bills to pay, electrical bills, all this stuff, and maybe life's not right, and maybe someone just died in your family, or maybe there's emotional distress. That's the realistic part. But then you think about perspective. We're in the United States of America, we're in the best country in the world, the land of the free, the home of the brave, independence, right, yes, rock on, yes, solid, cool, Trump, whatever. Great. But think about the stack rank. I'm a big sales guy. In sales, we have stack ranks. Stack ranks, right? You know, 10 people on a team, you're either first or you're 10th. Like, there's no in between. Like, your numbers, the ball doesn't lie. Like, you're there where you are at the end of the month or at the end of the quarter. But think about the stack rank of the world. All right, so you have 17 credit cards, three car notes, a mortgage, um, two kids. One's going gothic. The other is, you know, um, I don't know. The other's cool. The other, um, you know, not saying gothic's not cool. I used to went down, I went down that road. I used to be like skater and wear baggy jeans and be very dark and like scary. 
um, didn't know what I was doing. Uh, you know, you got life's a mess, right? You know, someone's cheating on you or something, whatever. It could be terrible, the worst of the worst. But then you look at the stack rank of the world. We got 3 billion, 4 billion people on the planet Earth. Imagine who's on the last place, all right? Imagine who's number 4 billion, 121 million, 379,228. The last place of human being species on the Earth. Last place in the stack rank. Some guy stuck in the middle of Eastern Europe underneath a boulder, literally having to eat his own hand because he can't survive unless he eats his own hand, and he's stuck in a boulder screaming for help every day on end, and now he's resorted to eating his old hand, own hand to keep himself alive for another day. That's last place, okay? So that's perspective right there. We're not there. At least I don't think so. I don't think someone in that predicament would be able to listen to this podcast. Have the perspective, okay? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that I think your life is perfect, but don't be complaining. And have perspective and be realistic. Is everyone able to be fit? That's very subjective. You know, just because, my point is, just because someone else is doing something, don't compare yourself to that person or don't think that you know what they're going through. Focus on you for the right reasons, for your family, for your loved ones, for your friends, and do the right things for you. Do the deep squats when you don't have the time. Just do it. Just do a deep squat in the morning. If it's only that one minute, it's better than zero. And then if you want to wake up early, wake up an hour early. Get motivated. Get pumped. Get inspired. Listen to this podcast. Message me. I'll pump you up. Message me on Instagram. I'll pump your ass up. We're going to the gym, baby. Get the fuck up. Let's go. You know, that's me. That's what I'll do. That's what I'm here for. That's what my coaching, that's what I do with my clients. That's what my coaching is. You know, but I can't do it for you. I can't lift the weights for you. The long-term goal for me is play golf till the day I die. I'm on the pro, I'm not on the 20-day shred program. I'm on the no hip, back, or knee surgery program by 80 years old. So by the time I'm 80, no surgery. That's the program I'm on. You may want the 20-day summer shred, the 30-day summer shred, or try to lose the 30 pounds that you put on over the last three years in the next 30 days, which is ridiculous to think. That's not going to happen. You need to be realistic and think about, okay, if I put on a pound a month, typically average weight gain, maybe three quarters of one pound a month, over the course of 36 months, that's 30 pounds, okay, give or take. Why do you think that in 30 days you're going to drop 30 pounds? Oh, I need to cut, bro. Do you even even know what cut means? You don't know what cut means? Why would you want to cut? What are you cutting? You just put on 30 pounds in three years. You think you're going to lose it in 30 days? All right, I'm done with that rant. But you get my point. You get my intention there. That's, this is a great topic. We need to focus on this. You need to be realistic and think, all right, all right, I get you, J. Crew. I feel you, J. Crew. I'm going to start today. And you're probably thinking, how does doing a deep squat or mobility help me lose weight? Well, it's going to put things in the right direction for you. And also, when you move your body, it does free up blood flow. And it helps you metabolize faster. I really truly believe, believe this. I think that the more you move, the more you engage those muscular fibers down there in your hip. Let's say this. I'm just going to say it. Your sexual muscles. Hips, groin, hamstrings, glutes, all that, your ass, your lower back, those are sexual muscles, 
all right? If you're not activating those, you're going to lose performance, all right? I don't think your spouse would want that or your partner. You're not going to want to lose performance. That's not cool. You're going to lose blood flow to that region. These can cause major, this can cause major discomfort. You want to increase blood flow to that region as much as possible. We're human beings. We're put on this earth to live, breathe, and recreate and make more human beings. That's why we're here. And then we die. So be vibrant. Utilize your body as much as you can. Don't think that you're entitled to a nice body. You're not, okay, genetically, maybe you're not going to be ripped. Not everyone's supposed to be fit. That's where I was going with that. It's a very subjective term, fit. Ooh, I'm fit. I'm the fitness crew, right? For you. Fit for you. Maybe genetically you were dealt a bad hand. Get fit for you, right? Are you fit for you? Maybe genetically you don't, you can't get a six pack. Me personally, I struggled to get a six pack. It's tough. It's really tough for me to get shredded underneath that low belly fat. It's just like right there. I'm not fat, but, and actually you might look at me and think I'm skinny, but for me, I'm like, I just want to get a little bit of that, that fat off there. But hey, on the flip side, I'm like, hmm, well, I may I may need to cut out, you know, a beer or two here or there. You know, I like to have my beer once a week or twice a week. There's other things that I could be doing that I'm always working on and develop, developing. So there's other things you could be doing that you could always be working on and developing as well. Find your opportunity to free up time. Diagnose, reverse engineer the process of the, your whole process throughout your day. Are you going to Starbucks every day? Are you going to Dunkin' Donuts every day? Do you find yourself in a drive-thru? Stop it. Cut it. Stop eating. Just eliminate breakfast altogether. Just skip breakfast. It's been known to be good for you. Drink a ton of water in the morning. Just go to work. Just go. Just force yourself to go to work. Drink, skip, skip breakfast. Eliminate a process. You're only going to know until you eliminate. And then once you eliminate a process, that coffee with sugar in the morning for a couple weeks, you'll be like, wow, I feel way better. Boom, there you go. You eliminated the process. Once you eliminate that muffin in the morning and that bagel with cream cheese every single day for a month, you're going to be like, whoa, whoa, I feel much better. There you go. You probably shouldn't have that bagel and cream cheese every single day. Every single day. That's wild to me. I haven't had a bagel and cream cheese in like four months. I don't know. Yeah, I used to do it all the time. But once I eliminated it, I felt better. I looked better. That's the important factor that we're getting at here. For me, bagel and cream cheese is not in the equation. Not because I don't love the taste, but I don't want to treat my food as entertainment. I want to treat my food as fuel, and I want to treat my life in such a manner where I'm not just doing it because it tastes good. I'm doing it because it's good for me. So it's a transition of your mind. It's a transition of your body. It's a transition of discipline. It's a transition of inspiration and motivation and all those things. It takes your self-education which is you listening to this podcast right now, which means you're already a step ahead of the game because you're listening to me spew out my heart and my passion on this subject, and you're already gaining information. You're going to probably go to Google right now and look up a mobility drill and start doing it in the morning. It doesn't even need to be in the morning. Don't get caught up on the little details of what I say. Just do something. You don't need to do 10 minutes of yoga at one time. You could do one minute of yoga at 10 times. You understand me? Just because I say doing mobility in the morning is important. If you can't do it in the morning or for some reason or one day, do it on lunch break. Right after I'm done with this podcast, I'm recording this at lunch. I'm going to get into a deep squat and do my mobility routine before I go back to work. And then at nighttime before I go to bed, I'm going to do another mobility routine. I'm always mobilizing my body because I get stiff. I played football for 20 years. 
What do you think? My body's just going to heal itself? No, I need to constantly, constantly, constantly work on it. And even if not playing football for 20 years, if you sit in an office for 20 years at a desk, your body's going to constantly need that recorrection. So make sure you're aware. Make sure you're realistic. Don't complain, obviously. Remember the stack rank, like where you are. You're not in last place, okay? We're not in last place. We're thriving. We're living. We're breathing. Make sure you don't neglect to move your body. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of episode 127 of the Fitness Crew Podcast. Make sure you're subscribed. I really hope that you saw a ton of value in this uh, this program today. And remember, what program are you on? This program, yeah, this episode. But what program are you on? Are you trying to be on the 30-day shred program like every other jabroni out there? Or are you trying to be on the lift weights until I'm 75 program or play golf until I'm 83 program? Develop a long-term goal for yourself so you can have the bigger vision. So you cut out the inflammatory foods, the sugars, the sweeteners, and the bad habits that are creating this inflammation or lack of motivation in your body. Also, um, do things that are more natural. I'm a very holistic guy. I'm a very natural guy. I'm a very energy guy. I like to take my shoes off and go barefoot a lot. So that'd be the last thing I say. I try to do some barefoot walking if you haven't in a while. Just to, um, It's also really good for your Achilles and your calf mobility. I know a lot of people who try to deep squat can't get their feet flat in the ground or have trouble breaking that barrier into the hole or getting their butt low. Um, that's probably because lack of calf mobility, ankle mobility. So making sure that you're doing barefoot stuff just to give your foot proper flexion and let your foot be a foot. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for joining me for 127. We will be back soon for 128. Make sure you're subscribed and we'll see you in the next one. Peace.